0: All right. Thanks for joining a couple of 90s kids. You're listening to Stuck in My Generation. Hey, welcome back, everybody. It's me. It's Hicks. We're back on Stuck in My Generation. How's it going? I think the police caught us tonight. The police caught us. We are busted. Damn po-po, man. Get us every time. So, obviously, the title suggests we're not keeping with the theme of the 60s. Uh, I think I can speak for both of us. We we needed a break from the 60s. Did the Beatles, did the Stones, started working on another band. That'll be, uh, we'll name them soon. But we just, we couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. I There's no more love songs in me. No more like...
1: I want to hold
0: your wiener. I'm like, "Uh, I can't, I can't do it, man. And it it was, you know, all those 60 bands, like you've said before, they do covers to get known and it takes them a little while to take off. So me and Hicks Mm -hmm. decided to go straight to the seventies. We'll backtrack, but I think, I think we've gathered for the most part, we're going to need to switch it up here and there. So we're probably going to end up jumping up to like Nickelback one of these days. And I joke, but then again, I don't. Bobby, I Brown. Brown. Yeah, Bobby, Bobby Brown. Bobby, Bobby uh, Brown. <laughs> no, informer. You know, we'll get on here. You know, you want to listen to us podcast. <laughs> and and we just we need we're gonna have to jump around. We're gonna need breaks. We're gonna need suggestions from listeners mm-hmm. to let us know what you know might be relevant and exciting in music history that we never gave a chance. But before we get all the way in, I, I feel like i do a disservice by not giving a, a quick recap for anybody listening the first time so me and hicks are doing this we we grew up late 80s early 90s music wise <laughs> you know we listen to some stuff i listened to led zeppelin you bought a beatles album we've we've heard you know music but going through a whole discography of anything that wasn't quite in our generation uh we we didn't do that just we've got comments on my boy dustin butcher says nickelback will do it i don't care but uh <laughs> So, so we're basically talking from a grunge perspective, the Nirvana Pearl jam perspective of, you know, growing up with that music in the nineties and there's a lot of stuff we never gave a chance. So we've talked about the Beatles. We've talked about the stones. That was my first deep dive into their discography. And I think it was yours as well, even though you knew a lot of the stones sure. music, uh, but, but that, that's the point of the show. We're trying to discover some music to get out of our generation musically. And and I think, It's going pretty well so far. Hopefully it continues to. And before I turn it over to Hicks, be sure not to just watch on YouTube or Facebook. Uh, It helps us out a ton. If you subscribe on a podcast platform like Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, any, any podcast app, you can find Amazon Music, Spotify, we're there. So subscribe. That helps us out. It helps keep the show going. And without those subscribers and without people showing support by subscribing on YouTube and, you know, a podcast player, it just helps us continue with this. So I'm done with my rant. There we go. Good stuff. What's up?
1: Not much. I'm, uh, I was kind of relieved when we uh, agreed upon the police, you know, the, like you said, we're used to the 2500 album review. It's kind of nice to, we couldn't do I, it. I couldn't do it. Couldn't do
0: it. <laughs> yeah. We even had the conversation like, should we go with this band or this band? It's like, well, if this band's got eleven albums, piss <laughs> off. And if the other yeah. band's got five, all in. All oh, in yeah. on five albums. And guess what? We decided to go to the seventies and we got five albums from the police. <laughs> five albums. Thank goodness, man. It wasn't even uh, take us all week.
1: No, it was Actually. nice. It was kind of a nice little vacation, nice little break. It, you know the, yeah, it was. And man, we started off with the Beatles. You know, we started off at the very top you know digging into that and my goodness that's still it's still resonating in my mind you know just all the research all the all the listening that we did so once again this is a relief five albums you know
0: yeah it is and and i just hit record on the podcast player i'm an idiot tonight so welcome to the show but yeah we're talking about what all we've listened to so far and we have we've decided to jump into the 70s on this one five albums from the police uh i I don't know about you, but I never once in my life thought to myself, "I'm gonna go listen to the police." It's never happened. Like I know the hits, you know who doesn't know. Yeah. <laughs> who doesn't know that? <laughs> who doesn't? You know, besides the radio, I I've never chosen myself to hit play on the police. Not one time in my entire life have I chosen to listen to them.
1: No, I haven't either. Really. You know, uh, uh probably a year ago I went through and added a lot of stuff on a you know kind of created like a 100 of the best songs playlist on my phone just uh and That's I I fun. robbed I robbed all the information off of a website basically. You know, I don't think there was one police song on there. So, you know, I'm like you, I knew the hits, everybody knows the hits, but I never thought really to dig into it. And I was kind of surprised that their very first album was in '78. You know, I, I, the-
0: I, I wasn't surprised, I was relieved because I knew there was no okay. chance we were hearing a cover from a '50s band.
1: Yeah, that's true. That's true. I was true. like,
0: I was excited. I was like, this is only three years from when I was born. Like, they started out three years from when I was born, and I was fairly confident I was not going to hear anything from Bo Diddley done by the police.
1: Oh, yeah.
0: so, <laughs> yeah. No very doubt. excited. And I didn't even care if I liked them or how they hit me. I was just excited to to jump up a decade and a half and, and figure out what Sting had to offer the world. Sure. But the only thing I really but the most memorable thing from Sting to me is from the B movie. <laughs> He's in the B movie, a cartoon movie with Jerry Seinfeld. Sure. And and stings in there, and it, and it cracks me up because I you know I know who he is. I know what was the fields of gold is that what one of his biggest hits was as a solo artist. Is that
1: could be? I don't know much of his solo stuff, and I, don't I haven't either. seen the B movie in so long. But I want that, to look now. I'm a, I'm a B movie fan.
0: Yeah. anytime the b movie's on i'm watching it and i hate jerry seinfeld his voice makes me oh, have do. nightmares his voice is i think like it's awful. just
1: you and i because everybody else looks at me like what do you mean you don't watch seinfeld say,
0: the show's about nothing i can't watch it i can't watch it either i can watch all the other ones like you know i, I can watch friends hell me and my wife's watching will and grace right sure. now you know yeah. I, I can watch all those sitcoms but seinfeld 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 i can't no, do it no thanks his voices is, is I'd rather listen to Gilbert Godfrey all day me too. Than, than watch that <laughs> show. Me too. So, so we dive into the police. I know what I'm getting singles wise. We know we're getting Roxanne. Mm-hmm. Uh, we know we're getting a uh, message in a bottle. God, what else? So there's, so there's actually first thing I'll say about listing experience. Every album has a, at least two big time singles on it. Sure. Which to me says something. Sure. And I, I mean, we didn't even get that with the stones. I mean, the stones have albums without big hit, which I'm I'm not saying the police are, uh, are more relevant in music history than the stones, but I was pretty impressed that that the police have multiple hits on all five albums. I was kind of like, I'll be damned. You know, I I thought they were one of those bands that had two or three hits on this one, maybe one on this one. And I thought for sure there was going to be an album with, without a hit, but that, that did not come to fruition.
1: Yeah. Yeah. The, uh, the first album, uh, Outlanders more, uh, I think that's, that's another
0: thing. We're going to have a hard time talking about the titles of these albums.
1: I think that stands for love bandits. That's what okay. I came up with. The I'm love glad Bandit you topic. found that
0: out. <laughs> so we'll just call that one. Love bandits. Then. Love bandits. I don't know. Maybe the original title's better. <laughs> maybe. I don't know.
1: But love yeah, you bandits. know. Like the first six songs, man, it just, it, uh, it really got my attention. You know the I do, uh, yeah, I just man, I thought, man, this is good stuff, how did I not know about this? I thought, uh, like next to you, I thought, man, this would be a perfect song for a commercial today, you know, it's just a just a good jam, so lonely was
0: next um, to you the opener on that one yes, okay, that so lonely that that had some major punk vibes. Yeah. And like, yeah, it was like not quite punk because it's not punk, but you can tell there's like some punk influence in there. Sure.
1: And that song, right off the rip, I'm like,
0: police, baby.
1: That's what I police! thought. I was like, this is good shit. That's what I thought. And for listeners who have never paid much attention to the police, I highly recommend the first half of this album.
0: Oh, I recommend the whole thing start to yeah. finish, honestly. Like, I, yeah. I was actually, I was really happy with this album, especially some of the, some of the weird songs, maybe it was on the next album, but like the song peanuts is a little crazy. Yeah. Uh, Hole in my life. Like you said, so lonely. Yeah. It, it, there's a lot of good stuff. Born in the fifties is even kind of fun. And then Masako tanga, I think was a weird, maybe a reggae vibe. I can't remember, but like every, every song was not hard to listen to.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I agree with that. I agree with that. The uh was the be my girl. I don't know if that was from this album or not. I think it had a little bit of the poetry.
0: I think it was yeah, that, that track nine off that one.
1: Okay. Yeah, the was was that about a blow up doll or something? Or I, I wanna say
0: I wanna say yes, but I also want to say that most of the songs by the police are creepy as shit. <laughs> like pretty much every song is about watching you waiting yeah. for you, not going anywhere till you come back or blow up dolls.
1: And I also heard a, uh, making love to my pillows, not as good as you or some shit like that.
0: Okay. We've all been there. We've all been 14. Yeah. <laughs> 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 everybody, everybody, who hasn't dry humped a pillow? Come on.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Your face is like, mm, not, me. <laughs> not me. I don't know about this yeah. guy. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, it's, it's all creepy. And it's all, uh, borderline rapey lyrics, but uh, you know, you go back to the eighties and, and I think I want to say they meant it as, as more of a love song, but man, it, it is debatable for sure. I, I was just very surprised by how much I enjoyed it. I would, I would call the whole catalog of the police and I don't mean this in a derogatory way, but it's easy listening. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just like, I, I had that playing while I was at work all week and I didn't even need to change it because it just, it it was, it was a good flow for work. Like it was just kind of a happy thing. You know, some music just makes you angry or pissed off. Some music gets annoying after a little bit, you Mm -hmm. know, sometimes heavy stuff can, can just wear you down. Sure. And this, this was just kind of, kind of fun. There's a lot of variety in these albums. Like you'll get the punky vibe and then you'll get, some slow, weird, reggae-ish like space gene.
1: Yeah, um, I know it's uh it's it's kind of all over the place. And you know, one of my initial uh impressions, you know, is almost like two songs in one. Yeah, on a lot of them. Yeah, and uh, you know, I didn't know what to really expect. Like I stated in some of the previous episodes, you know, the first 10 seconds of a song. You know, you're gonna know if you like it or at least I'm gonna know if I'm gonna yeah. like it or not. With uh the police songs, you know, I gave them all a chance pretty much because I didn't know what was gonna happen. Yeah, but yeah, and, and I
0: can't remember a song right off the top of my head that I was just like, I can't stand this one. That didn't happen, happen to me.
1: Yeah, and this made me I'm usually not a fan of clean guitar, the clean guitar sound, but I dug their stuff, and yeah. I am a fan of a if somebody's playing bass i want to hear it oh yeah me too me too and and i heard it yep with the police so i was yeah i was happy with that well it
0: didn't all melt together like sometimes you get these bands and it all melts together and it makes it really difficult to pick out because i don't know about you but i once i've heard a band for so long when i start listening to them in my later years (laughs) I, i like to pick out what instrument I want to focus on and and listen and see how good that, you know, musician actually is because this is an odd example, but if you listen to the red hot chili peppers, the getaway album, and that's Mm -hmm. not the only one, but there's a lot of chili peppers albums where you can focus on flea. Sure. But the getaway in particular, like it's kind of a weird spacey vibe album. And I, and I, I like to focus on flea in that, in that album. And it's like, it'll just blow you away if you focus on one of the instruments every once in a while and just kind of cherry pick that sound. And that was really easy to do with the police because it's the, the songs aren't a mess, right? It's not a melting pot. It's, it's all very complimentary.
1: Right. you know, I looked up, uh, who else was hot in 1978. It was the Bee Gees. Ooh. So, you know, at the other end of the spectrum,
0: I've never willingly hit play on them either.
1: I know, like, Saturday Night Fever. I know of it. You know, other than the name of the the title of the song, I can't quote any lyrics. Staying Alive was them, too, right? Or was that someone else? I think it was Saturday. Man, I don't even know. I may have said that wrong. I don't even know. I don't want to know Saturday Night Fever. (laughs) Maybe, Maybe that was them, too. I don't know. That might have been an album name. I don't know. I can't get past her hair. Well there we go. We have
0: to listen to the BG's at some point. <clears throat> maybe maybe by 2022, maybe 2023 2022. we'll, put we'll get to the BG's. Yeah. We'll yeah. put them on the list at the end of the year. Yeah. We won't write them in now. But uh <laughs> yeah. But yeah, that that first album, uh per- perfect background music, like I said, it just it just kind of fits whatever you're doing as long as you can handle it. Some people might listen to uh you know, certain bands and, and not like a voice or not like a style. So I could see people not liking this, but for me, you know, it was really good. i got a comment that says yes is better than the police find out eventually. Yeah. Uh, but the, but the punk vibes from the start on the police that that got me actually got me. Fir- first two albums, first two albums had this kind of punky reggae experimental vibe. And I was really, I re- I listened to those first two albums most of the week before I switch gears to the third one. Sure. Cause I was actually really impressed and like, shit, man, I'm, I'm going to, when I just want to kick back and just you're in one of those moods where you don't want to get too amped up and you don't want to get drugged too far down. There's a lovely middle ground. And I feel like the police fit that.
1: Sure. I agree with that. Yeah.
0: So on the first album, is there any other thoughts you had on it?
1: Well, I tell you what, the uh Can't Stand Losing You, that was probably one of my top favorite police songs.
0: I like it. Uh I like it a lot, and I do have it on my playlist. The one thing, the only thing that bothered me about that song, mm-hmm. which was one of the only songs on that album, which I liked it, but the last, the whole last minute, it seems, was just repeating Can't Stand Losing oh, yeah. You. It was very repetitive but it was still a good song.
1: I noticed that on another song too. I don't remember what it was.
0: Probably it message
1: been. in a bottle where the whole message last minute they body. go sending <laughs> out and <Anessa>. SOS. <laughs> yeah. I think sending it was, out you're right. I think it was be my girl. The first, it was just uh, the continuous perpetual, you know, be my girl. I can't remember how it went. It might've been a different song. I've been drinking. I don't know, but, <laughs> but, there was one song that was like that. It was just over and over and over. And I thought, Oh my gosh, when's this going to end?
0: Yeah. Yeah. And that, and that did happen on some, like they, they, they definitely didn't do a crap ton of two and a half minute songs. There's some five minute long songs on there. There's, there's a couple six, I think. So, I mean, there's, there's just a nice mix. So on those, I understand if the last minute or two is a little bit repetitive and, and it's fine because I, you know, there was never a moment where I just, like i gotta turn this shit off that did not happen and i was shocked
1: yeah and you know with this first album i thought man if i was uh if i own like a hip little store in miami or something you know i would be playing this their first album inside that store yeah it just had that vibe to it to me just well yeah
0: and nobody the way i imagine it is no one's gonna walk into your store and turn around like "Mm, no fuck this i'm out like yeah nobody's gonna mind the police when they walk in i don't think they may not love it but that's some good shopping music especially in a a surf shop
1: yeah just something you know that's that's what it what it made me think of just good stuff
0: really good stuff i like i like you said first half of that album specifically the first (laughs) album pretty great like i was really really pumped and i was like okay i'm uh i'm prepared to be disappointed by outlandis de Moore. is that is that uh is that I the guess. second
1: one is that what it's called no i have uh regatta de blanc oh my bad It is.
0: oh outland okay my bad i read my notes wrong it was regatta de blanc and i and i felt like that one was a little funkier a little more a little more reggae vibes on it but yeah. still didn't lose me still had me captivated.
1: Had me too. You know, Message in a Bottle. That's a that's a jam, you know, but it's uh everybody knows Message in a Bottle. Um I had uh Walking on the Moon is a very I liked it a lot. That song.
0: I I liked It's Alright For You. I've got that one kinda uh tagged in my notes first. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed that one. And then uh something I really found myself enjoying, and it took a few listens. Oh no! Dang! What's wrong? Okay, you're still there. Yeah, that's my bad. I there you are. I accidentally opened a new window. Wow! Look at me, the the podcasty guy for three years. Totally jacked that one up. Anyways, the song on any other day, the friggin' lyrics to any other day. My wife has burned the scrambled eggs. The dog just bit my leg. My teenage daughter ran away. My fine young son has turned out gay. Cut off my fingers in the door of my car. How could I do it? My wife is proud to tell me of her love affairs. How could she do this to me? Like, I don't know if you remember that one or not. I don't think we would get super flagged if we played. I, I've, I've got to play just a second of this song you'll you'll remember it you you gotta remember it so this was rugged blanc this song cracked (laughs) me up like cracked me up come on meow you remembered it yet yeah there's a house on my street
1: I'll for a and when the comes,
0: he will find me gone. This sit. part right here cracks me my up. Just
1: my leg, my daughter, and
0: my I was just like, what the fuck is this? Yeah. Like, what, what is this craziness? And I. The more I listened to it,
1: the more I enjoyed it. Yeah, I I tried to go back and revisit that song, and I get, I couldn't get past the wombat lyric.
0: Yeah, it's just weird.
1: Yeah. James
0: Ward on the chat says, "I remember this one. It's a funny <laughs> song. Sorry. Like, I'm like, who's talking about burning scrambled eggs and the dog biting his leg? Like, these guys, I like. Th- that's a little bit of a punk vibe too. Like, not not so much the music, but just the lyrics of like, we're just gonna write something stupid." We're just going to yeah, sing a really dumb song.
1: Yeah. I didn't know if they were trying to be uh rebellious toward their, uh, record company or, you know, I just, I didn't, I don't understand the meaning behind that. I don't know. It kind of, I didn't
0: either. I, I just felt it as like, you know, the big, the first album was a big hit. Let's, let's have fun with this second one and experiment a little bit and do some weird stuff. And, and I kind of dug it. Okay. okay. Does everyone stare on that album? Also repetitive. And that was, that was a creepster song too. Cause he's talking about, does everyone stare at you like I do?
1: Sure. Yeah. I remember that one. Yeah. A little creepy. Yeah. Yeah. This, uh, this album really didn't really grab a hold of me a whole lot, you know, other than the heavy hitters. I didn't dig too deep into it. Really?
0: Got a comment that says Seventies sublime.
1: I had that thought. Hey, I have I had that thought. That's a good point because Thanks, my notes, I have, I have a drink of that sublime. The Boston's Fishbone. I thought, man, yes. I, hear, I hear that. 70s Sublime. That's good. Whoever said that. You go. Ahead. Yeah.
0: Wesley Godwin. Wesley Godwin said it. And, and and I had that thought too. I was listening. I was like, man, this it, it was. It was like, you know, 70s Sublime. That's right. And, and then I heard, bring on the night. I don't, I'm just going to play this little piece for you too. We're not big enough to get flagged. Sure. But tell me what you think this song what's this what's the opening in the guitar remind you of Not quite yet when it gets into it tell me the first band you think of when you hear this okay. Chili peppers like crazy yeah. with that guitar picking.
1: Sure. Yeah. That's what I was trying to focus on. The lyrics were throwing me off.
0: Yeah. You're exactly right. And that reminds me where the fuck did Sting get his accent from? <laughs> like, yeah, man. I'm, I'm from Britain. <laughs>
1: I'm from the UK, man. <laughs> yeah man uh, like that's a very good point the chili peppers yeah you know yeah like just said, kind was, of that that smooth like did it sure.
0: yeah. very john for like sure. in my in yeah. my opinion
1: yeah i couldn't get uh i of the tiger out of my mind during the first before the guitar came <laughs> but yeah that yeah that's a, that's a very good point but yeah just
0: just a little bit of chili pepper vibes going on and and when i when i hear you know, little 70s sublime, little chili peppers here and there, some punk, like you said, fishbone, you know, the, the early punk stuff. Like I, it endeared to me and I I was just completely surprised by that. And then we've got no time. Is that what's called? No time this time killer guitar solo at the end of that song. Yeah. Like, and just kind of threw you for another loop. Like you're (laughs) hearing all this reggae and like, kind of spacey reggae stuff and then and then a guitar solo that that was actually really damn good Mm -hmm. just to me there's a little bit of something for everyone in this band and i did not expect that at all
1: i didn't expect it either
0: where we go wrong first two albums i liked a lot and i didn't i didn't dislike an album at all really but the uh the next album zenyatta
1: uh, helped out Zenyara Mandara, Hakuna, Matara. <laughs>
0: there we go. <laughs> yeah, I exactly. Know. I don't know. That, that album was, uh, it, it was, it was, it was still good, but to me it wasn't as good as the first two. The first two got me big time. Like I will, I will continue to listen to those every once in a while because I really thoroughly enjoyed them. But that, that's where it stopped. Like I liked the rest. It was fine. Yeah. It didn't, yeah. it didn't offend me. It didn't turn me off. I didn't get fatigued with it. Like I still enjoyed it, but those first two albums, like they they really, they really got me, and it was a nice change of pace from the Beatles and Stones. Where the first couple albums just kind of weren't for me, and then they found themselves and picked up. To me, the Police were just like spot on on the first couple albums, and then the Zenyatta Mandata Hakuna Matata. That one didn't. That one didn't. It didn't register with me as much. Well, There's I'll tell a few you what, points, but
1: uh, my notes. Uh, the song behind my camel, I thought <laughs> behind my camel is probably a trail of shit. And so is this album.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's what, yeah. That's what yeah. And, and, and I would th- say. So did you dislike it then? Like you just wasn't feeling it at all. I wasn't feeling it. Wasn't feeling it. it like I said, it didn't bother me. It wasn't, yeah. it wasn't a big deal. Like I still could literally put all five albums on a playlist and, and hit play and listen to them all the way through and not really think too much about it. The first couple albums I'd be moving my head and like saying, Oh yeah, this is my jam right here. Yeah. And then the third one would come and I'd just be kind of silent, still working, but I wouldn't turn it off. Like it's, it's good enough. Yeah. But my, my favorite thing about the Zenyatta Mandata is a uh, Canary coal mine. Yeah. Which I don't know if you ever played like TurboGrafx-16 no. or any kind of old school game system, but I've never once in my life listened to a band and thought, this song sounds like it could be from adventure Island. Okay. Which was like a really old video game or, or just a video game in general. And I'll just give you i I'll give you a quick taste of that to see if you hear video game in it, but it was, it's probably, probably my, my favorite song on Only two and a half minutes.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: That's video game shit. Like I can yeah, right. punch bricks, jump over a flamingo, <laughs> Like I'm running, <laughs> jumping in pipes and shit. Like I was just like, you're exactly right. It it, it Got my mojo going. It's a yeah. stupid ass song. Yeah. And there's nothing special about it, but it made me smile. So if, if a Bane can make me smile, uh, you know, sure. you're doing something
1: right. Sure. I understand that. Yeah. You know, one of your early, uh, comments, uh, regarding our discussion offline prior to this, you know, you said, you know, some of these albums, some of the music it's fun. And, you know, I thought yeah. that's, a, that's a pretty good description. That's, yeah, it don't all have
0: to be mind bending and like, you know, oh man, you hear that song, man, that's so good. Like yeah. sometimes having fun's enough. Yeah. Yeah. And the, and the police are, uh, I, I would classify them as fun until you get to, yeah, you know, I just talked about that song off that album. But for the most part, the rest of that album, not so much fun.
1: Yeah. Yeah yeah so that was 1980 then we moved up to 81 ghost and Ma- ghost in the machine bored what to fucking death what a great album title you know I what, thought.
0: what a great album title
1: yeah what, uh, a, what a cool looking cover that's that
0: was the best thing i like the, the, the digital clock all jumbled and messed up and ghost yeah. in the machine i was like this is a work of art and then i listened to it and i was like this is not a work of art
1: Yeah. I mean, it had a few hits on it. Well,
0: yeah. Yeah. And and, and again, you know, hits on every album. So you've got your familiars on there, but, but this, this album in particular felt pretty flat for me. Besides those hits, I didn't hear a lot.
1: Yeah, I didn't either. You know, I was, I was, you know, with the Beatles, we definitely found some hidden gems with the stones. We kind of found a few hidden gems with the police, really didn't find any well other than the first album i keep going that's my that that's is, my yeah, reference that is a, point. i think that, that album
0: might be a, hidden gem. The, that might the album be a hidden gem
1: yeah yeah but that kind of uh after that point you know there really wasn't a whole lot that really grabbed a hold of me you know and i was i was ready for it i was wanting it. yeah me too I, I really didn't get that
0: um, but i kind 70, of expected it too because you know like you said 78 is when that first album dropped, and then when you get to those last three albums, you're firmly in the '80s, and there's just not a lot about the '80s that I loved. Yeah, so I'm not surprised that they kind of mellowed out a little more electronic, which Ghost in the Machine, which I could be a reference to them moving a little more in the electronic direction.
1: Yeah,
0: but I wasn't surprised that I wasn't feeling the the three eight albums from the '80s. What wasn't yeah. a big shocker, but again. Not, not anything that I would just turn off like arms on our football podcast. When we do reaction videos, he basically judges a song by, you know, if, if this was playing when I got in the car, am I turning the channel or am uh. I just fine? And the, those last three albums, I'm fine. I don't need to turn the channel. Uh, yeah. but you know, I'm not going to actively seek those three albums out either. I'm not hitting the play button myself, but I won't turn it off either.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's a good point. That's a, that's a very good approach. So with Ghost in the Machine, man, I really didn't have a whole lot. I didn't, just wasn't digging it a whole lot. I hate to to skim through it, you know. Unless you have any other additional comments, no, that's
0: that's the sad part. I I I expected where this was a five, which I'm not, you know, we're not dumb by any means, yeah. But where where it's a five album discography, I knew, like I told myself, I was like, this is probably a forty five minute episode, maybe, maybe maybe pushing an hour at the most, yeah. but not quite an hour. Because there's just not, you know, one, once you get past that first and second album, there's not a lot going on. There's not a lot to really discuss. Like, there's, you know, I I think their sound is distinct enough to where they deserve a spot, you know, in, in time. And I think they've got that spot in time. Like, everybody pretty much knows who the police are. And they've got, I mean, I'd say they've got a fair amount of fans. There's a fair amount of talk when you start talking music history and you get to the late 70s. I think they get... You know, if you're mentioning a bunch of bands from the 70s, you got the du da da the police. I mean, that's fine. I, I think sure. it's okay to to lump them in with some of that really good late 70s music because it was it was a little bit different. It was a bunch of white guys singing reggae. Yeah. Yeah. It's. uh I don't know if they should be
1: singing reggae because that's a little
0: strange, but I mean yeah. I think they pulled it off. I mean, I think they pulled it off okay.
1: I think they pulled it off too. You know, there were some songs in the first album where sting's voice was so high and i thought i don't know if i can really get into this a whole lot but i think he he pulled it off good enough you know it uh and it's kind of interesting to me you know i will probably dig deeper into seeing researching you know what their influences were you know because i'm sure had something to do with reggae but you know yeah reggae a little punk yeah, but I would be interesting in seeing some type of information regarding, you know, some type of interview regarding what their influences and stuff were. Yeah. Well, I can, I can say thanks to uh, a
0: podcast i mentioned on here plenty of times. I'm not even going to mention the name of it again. Uh-huh. There's a little story uh, before the police were even a band. Well, they were, they were a band before they were signed, I should say. <clears throat> they they got recognized when they were trying to break big on a record deal uh for their their look. You know, they they had a little bit of a distinct look about them. Sure. And I and I believe I I hope I'm not butchering this, but they shot a commercial for Wintergreen gum. And Wintergreen this this was at the the height of punk. You know, this was like 77, 76. I can't remember the exact date on the commercial. And I guess uh you know, somebody saw them perform. It was like, let's, let's put them in that commercial where we're looking for like a punk band to stand in the background and just look cool and chew wintergreen or something like that. And I guess the, the commercial heads or whatever had them bleach all their hair blonde. And I guess they, they kept, <laughs> they kept that look through their whole career. They never went back. Like they kept bleaching their hair because they're like, Oh, we're cool. We're yeah. cool. And I, you know, kind of a irrelevant, little snippet there, but I guess their first break as a band was a Wintergreen commercial.
1: Wow. That's interesting. It's different. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Okay. But,
0: but yeah, so you got, you got that last album there. I've got a few other notes on was ghost in the machine. Uh, they lost the punk vibe a hundred percent there. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of where they started losing me too. That was a much more mellow album there was no standout track where I was like, they still, they still got that bit of punk to them. Uh, there was a tiny bit. The song rehumanize was okay. uh, a little bit ska like, and I grew up, I like yeah. ska a sure. little bit grown up. I've been to some ska band shows. Yeah. I, I saw real big fish live. Okay. Uh, a few, few other ska bands in the nineties. Yeah. So that, that song hit me a little bit. I was like, yeah, rehumanize is okay. I didn't yeah. love it. It was just okay. But, but that album, I would just generalize as poppy reggae yeah. just like on a low level, like soft pop reggae. So that one lost me the last album, uh, synchronicity. Yeah. The title track was, I, I liked it cause it was upbeat and it was like a happy song.
1: Yeah. I but thought then it just uh,
0: starts falling back off.
1: I agree. I agree. Uh, synchronicity, man, what a great album cover man i love that artwork i don't know why There's just something about it
0: i, I gotta say i like the cover of every album i think i thought every yeah. album cover was smartly done i guess you, you said ghost in the machine was really cool it was yeah. yeah the first two albums were were really cool like the artwork on them sure and uh so i mean there's there's more there's more to a band than just the music sometimes like sometimes the you see an iconic uh my bad. You see an iconic work of art on their album. So, yeah, I, I like the Synchronicity cover, too. I thought that was pretty, pretty yeah. cool looking. Mm-hmm. And it actually got me pumped and and then and then it didn't a work. A big letdown, huh?
1: Big letdown. Yeah. You know, I thought uh, a lot of the music uh, sounded like film music. Um, yeah. You know, the first song, Synchronicity 1, I think, uh, I visualized the Goonies trying to outrun Ma Fratelli. You know, I thought this is 1980s. That makes perfect I mean, sense. Uh, walking in Your Footsteps. I heard some reference uh, regarding dinosaurs. I thought, man, this should be in what was it? Land Before Time, the dinosaur cartoon oh, yeah. movie in the 80s. Uh, got up to Oh My God, the song. And I thought, Oh My God, when's this album going to get good? <laughs> <red?" laughs> it doesn't. Every breath. And it has know, the hits.
0: You know, it has the hits on it, but.
1: It has the hits, man. Every breath. P Diddy killed that for me. Uh, yeah. R I P B I G, but man, I just can't, I can't listen to that song anymore. King of pain. Yeah. I kind of liked it. Um, yeah, that one's okay. I mean, that's
0: another one of the hits. I, I like it still, but yeah. I don't, I don't yeah. love it. I, I never loved a, a single from them. I just thought they're okay. I understand why that's a hit.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So man, that's basically about all I had. I was not impressed with their, with their uh final album, and what little bit of research I did behind the scenes, man, these dudes did not get along with each other very well, especially oh, no. towards the end, which no. happens a lot, but you know they had a they had a short run um and I actually think the drummer went on to um, uh, started making music for films. I think I might be mistaken, but I'm thinking, and I think the guitarists. I think he does some jazz stuff. But I'll tell you, man, when I started out playing guitar, which I'm still learning every day, you know, I think my very first uh guitar magazine that I bought had tablature in it and message in a bottle. The tablature for that song was in it. And it was unreal. I mean, it scared me. I thought, I'm gonna see if I can get my money back for this guitar because there's no <laughs> way that I'm gonna and I couldn't play it today. You know, I'm talking right. 30 years later. I thought, man, that's just i mean it's just unreal and yeah i gotta hand it to them as musicians i mean
0: i i i wasn't that i think that might have been part of the joy in listening to their their five album discography is i was not expecting the level of musicianship that was on the album like i when i think about the police i i instantly associate them with the 80s and i start thinking about synthesizers and you know electronic music but sure you know that that actually wasn't the case uh yeah especially especially on the first couple albums and and really they still kept the instruments going maybe not as as hard and in every song but whenever you hear the instruments like eh, they're well played i mean they're pretty solid musicians and that's not the case you know there's there's bands like Kiss in the world that are not good musicians. Right. You know, that are gimmicky and and the police weren't gimmicky. I mean, they actually had talent. So I was I was pretty happy to discover another band with talent. Like, granted, not not gonna be heavily rotated in in my you know playlists or or whatnot. I'm not gonna listen to the police all the time, but i pretty much damn well guarantee that first album i'm going to hit up every once in a while because i i enjoyed it i enjoyed it a lot And I, you know when you said the police uh you know to get us away from the 60s i thought my initial response was like yes because i've never thought to listen to them and that's what this podcast is about sure and then at the same time i was like oh man this might be rough (laughs) might be rough which you know again you know, we've already done the Beatles. We've already done the Stones. There's going to be some rough shit. Sure. Uh, again, I won't name the band, but the band we started listening to that was from the 60s and we decided to bail on because they had 50 fucking albums. Yeah. I, I I was just, man, I just was not in the mood at all. Oh, yeah. Not even a little bit. Nothing was grabbing me. I was like, this is, I can't. It's torture. It was torture. And sure. I, I, I knew I couldn't do a podcast worth a damn without giving that genre an era a break. So you said the police. I got excited and pessimistic at the same time, and huh. I have no, uh, I have no regrets. No regrets. Is he really to regret it that? right there. <laughs> yeah. I, I, it was, it was actually a pretty enjoyable time. Yeah, it got a little bit stale and it died out a little bit. But like I said, I listened to those first two albums for like four days straight, and I was yeah. just at my desk, just getting down with the reggae. You know, it was like.
1: And you know, you sent that text. You said, "You know, this police music—they're really not that bad," or something. Yeah, I didn't want to
0: get much away, but yeah. I wanted to let you know that I was, I was not like, miserable. I was like, "Oh, Barker likes this shit." <laughs> oh, but, but getting down, like she burnt the scrambled eggs. So the dog it bit my leg. I'm like, mm. <laughs> yeah. I, was, yeah. I, was, I was, I was digging it. There's no, and and that's another surprising factor. Like, it just goes to show. If you give a a well-known band a chance, it could work out.
1: Yeah. And in this case, I'm glad we
0: did. I am too. It got a little boring. Last three albums got a little boring, Yeah, but man, the first two, I thought I became a hardcore police fan. Luckily they killed that off with the last three, but (laughs)
1: they did. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I was digging it. I was too. Another comment. I'll read it since that's part of the, the thing with going live. Uh, Wesley who suggested the seventies sublime sound says glad people see Kiss lack of talent and being a gimmick band only. I hope when we do a kiss episode, if that happens that we don't have some hardcore fan on here, trashing us because we don't think they're talented. Sure. But I don't think they're talented. Yeah. I guess had a shred. I don't think kiss had any talent whatsoever. No. I think me and you could probably get on stage. And if we wore the same, get up and,
1: and traveled back in time, we would have blown up. Yeah. Yeah, probably so. Yeah. Uh, I I don't know a lot of Kiss songs. Uh, like I stated uh, earlier in an earlier episode, you know, I didn't, the three or four songs that I know, I did not want to go on any farther than what I heard. And yeah, it was like, a, I don't want to, it wasn't a circus, but it's just like they were trying to compensate for their lack of ability by their, presence you Did know they have a
0: band like, called psycho circus or is that or am i thinking of someone else or an album had, called, Kiss, album psycho, called circus?
1: psycho circus that i think was towards the like around uh, the 90s, 90s yeah i think that was a psycho circus
0: i don't know That's why really the normal. hell i would even know that
1: i i can uh the i can machined. barely see the cover in my mind with the carnival lettering i think i might be mistaken i don't know i think you're right
0: I think I might look real quick.
1: But yeah, <laughs> yeah, is it, it was a you know again to
0: anybody that listens feel free to suggest stuff to us because currently, you know, me me and Hicks are just kind of going off the hip True. on some of this stuff. Oh yeah, they did. Kiss Psycho Circus uh 19
1: 1998. Wow, 98. Damn. I would have guessed 88. See, that's how much I know about kiss. Do me a favor and see if they were on a episode of Scooby-Doo. <laughs> they were. I know <laughs> that they were, they absolutely were. Okay. I was thinking, I mean, that's,
0: you know you want to dress like a cartoon character on stage. God damn it. You're going to be in some cartoons. Who else are you going to get? Uh, you remember to- Alice Cooper. You're not not getting the police, are you? You're not getting the police on a cartoon now. (laughs) (laughs) They'd be like, who do you think did it, Shaggy? (laughs) Sting would be like, hey, man, I think he's the killer, man. (laughs) (laughs) Sending out an SOS (laughs) over and over. Yeah, Dude, I really did enjoy him. I don't think I'm going to go into Sting's solo career because I think that's just like the last police album drug out over another decade, but I agree. That's what I'm afraid of too. Yeah. yeah, I don't, I don't want to go into that arena. I don't think Sting's, I I would, would you say Sting is as well-known or as big a name as the police? I don't think he is. I think the police, not
1: from my, not from my perspective.
0: Yeah. I think the police are a, a bigger commodity than just Sting, not taking anything away from him, but yeah, but, uh, and
1: I, I want to say that they tried to do. Uh, I think at Sting's wedding, I might be, uh, might be not the correct information, uh, but I think it, like Sting's wedding, they all performed together, and like after the first or second song, they were arguing and ready to kill each other.
0: That's correct. That is that. That's correct. Uh, yeah. Yep. And I I found that out through listening to you know an episode about how bad the police sucked, which yeah. kind of contributed to my uh timid demeanor going into this one i was like man i know so much about the police and how how much they hated each other and how much sting was a a diva and you know he was the star and you know he 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 didn't want to didn't want to get along it was sting's way or the highway but i'm glad they made it you know at least through two albums oh yeah
1: and the dudes, they, they made uh, some good jams, you know, the hits, uh, hopefully they were smart with their money and doing well with those hits and that short five-year run to yeah. be able to retire after that, you know?
0: I'd say so. I think, uh, lo- looking, whenever we listen to, to these bands, I, I'm a subscriber to YouTube music. So, so when I'm looking at a band and listening to their discography or a certain album, it has their videos below their albums. Cause on YouTube music, you can watch the music video as well. Okay. And it's got the number of views that that YouTube music video has. Okay. And I was pretty shocked. I can't remember exactly which song it was. It was one of the hits that I didn't expect. Uh, it was like 188 million plays on that thing. Really? And I was like, hot damn. Like I, I know they've got some hits, but 188 million, that's a lot of plays. Yeah. Like I, I think there's, bigger bands from the last 20 years that haven't even sniffed that so
1: oh yeah that
0: so i mean they're they're a pretty pretty big band and i was i like i said never once did i want to hit play on them but i'm glad i did it worked out yeah me too again except for those last three there's those can i'd be fine if i didn't hear any of the last three albums again but those first two i'm all about it
1: yep i agree i agree with that yep
0: so again, if anyone has any suggestions, you can drop it on the, the Facebook page. We appreciate a like there. You can drop it on YouTube comments. We appreciate a, a subscribe there. And if you want to comment on Apple podcasts or leave a review or, but be sure to subscribe on those platforms, all of them. If, if you enjoy the show, that way we can keep this thing going, but yeah, let us know, let us know what is next, what you would like to hear us talk about within reason. If somebody says, you know, do some, uh, winger probably going to say no, Pro- probably going to bypass that one. Can't it's gotta it. be relevant to music history. And I don't mean like top 10 bands of all time, but you know, you, you know, the names, like when you hear a band name, it's, it's an instant, like, you know, huge band or you're like one hit wonder or maybe two hits. So I mean, we're, we're talking bands that had some some pretty pretty big hits suggest those we'll probably be glad to listen to them definitely so what's what's next well i know we don't typically decide and we won't decide tonight but what do we think might be next i I don't think i'm ready to go back to the 60s quite yet
1: oh i completely understand i don't think i am either um you know i (laughs) i For some reason, uh, Peter Gabriel kind of uh, grabbed my interest. That crossed my mind. Um, You know, you had mentioned Billy Idol. You know, which I know some Billy Idol songs, but I haven't dug deep into Billy Idol music. You know, yep, I don't know gems in there.
0: Anything besides a single on that guy?
1: Yeah, you know. I, I which granted,
0: I listen to Generation X, which is where you know, Billy Idol. He was a sure. big punk punk band and then right. he branched off into a solo career. Yeah. But Hey, there's, there's some other stuff. Like we got deep purple. there are on the list. Uh, Steve Miller band, David Bowie, mm-hmm. Fleetwood Mac, Alice Cooper. Yeah. Zappa van Morrison, Neil Young, velvet underground. I put the kinks on here. The stooges, the stooges. Yeah. And Peter Gabriel. So, one of those bands are probably going to be talked about on the next episode. If you want to help us decide, sure. help us decide. Otherwise, you know, we'll come up with it on our own on the fly. We'll probably, you know, start to listen to something and be like, fuck this. Well, you got no, you know what, what else can we do? But maybe Peter Gabriel, what was what Peter Gabriel sing? Because I, I complete blank.
1: Uh, he had, uh, Salisbury Hill. Um, let's see in your eyes, which is more of the 80s stuff. Um, yeah, other than that, I really don't know a whole lot about his stuff.
0: I don't either. Do you know how many albums he's got? I have no clue. Let's look real quick and we might be able to lock this in okay. that way. Someone knows what to expect.
1: And I want to say he was involved with another band, another popular band prior to going out on his own. God, I want to say Genesis, but I don't know if that's right.
0: Peter Gabriel Let's see. No, you're right. Genesis is okay. That's exactly what it was. Okay. So Peter Gabriel, so is his solo career considered is that I mean is that his claim to fame then? I want to say yes,
1: but I don't know for sure.
0: Says so studio albums nine okay nine studio albums seventy seven to oh. two thousand eleven
1: I thought you meant the number seventy seven not the year seventy seven you scared me
0: oh yeah no year no, year nineteen seventy seven nine studio albums so we'll see i I have dug into genesis a tiny bit I don't know if you ever have
1: not a whole lot
0: i did I did that once and i enjoyed i enjoyed some of it I didn't listen to all of it but yeah. Who knows? We may end up going there. So we'll see. It might be Peter Gabriel next week. We might, you know, switch it up and go something else. Who knows? But if you have any suggestions or if you listen to the past, you know, two to three episodes and you've heard what is on our list, by all means, uh, help us out. So as of this moment, we're leaning Peter Gabriel. You guys can change it if you want to. But yeah, thanks for stopping by. Thanks for listening again. Go jam those two police albums, or at least that first one. You might be surprised. Be surprised. Good suggestion from Hicks this week. Hey, I pulled Good her sh- out of
1: my ass. If only, <laughs> if only,
0: if, only, <laughs> if <laughs> only I had one of the the malt. I don't know what they're called, and don't don't cancel me for not knowing what the nice big jamaican hairdress thing is called but if i'd had that in a blunt while listening to this <laughs> holy shit what a great week it would have been <laughs> yeah. black wesley suggests black keys for newer music hicks hates
1: the black keys well, vocalist. <laughs> i did man i got a love hate relationship i love
0: them and and, yeah. and
1: that would be a
0: that would be a deep dive that I've already done, but we'll, okay. we'll see. Yeah, I've I'm, listened. I've listened to every album.
1: I'm a. I'm definitely. I don't want to say I'm a fan, but I kind of am a fan. The music. Music's think, killer. The music's killer, and I tell you what, I saw one of their performances. Not going too deep into it, off the rails. Uh, I saw a performance where they were on Austin City Limits. <laughs> yep. And there was, I don't remember what song it was, I can't think, but halfway through it, there was no singing, it was just the music, and the the tempo kind of rises, and those two dudes were looking at each other, and they were talking to each other, communicating without talking. And yep. I thought, that is the shit right there. They're good, That's man. What I love to see in music. And they just knew they're, they're feeding good. off each other. Didn't have to say a word. They just knew. Yeah. And yep. thought, man, that is the shit that I like to see right there. I can't remember the name of the song. And I automatically started sending it to all my buddies, you know, you already knew Black Keys, but, you know, like my uncle who's in his 60s, I said, you need to fast forward to like uh, 335 on this video and watch these two yeah. guys look at each other because it's that's the way music should be. So
0: I, I love that shit too. You sent me that stone song and said, you know, fast forward to two thirty six or something. And you know, the, the ba- the backup singer. And I, and I watched that and I got to that point and I just, I was mesmerized for the next five minutes. Oh, I was yeah. just like, God dang, that was, those are moments in music. That's part of what this is all about is finding sure. those moments. Sure. And, and yeah, the black keys do that, man. I mean, there's, <sighs> I hate to say this because there's a lot of there's like a little rivalry and a lot of people say they ripped them off, blah blah blah. But you know that they, they've got the white stripes dynamic, the drummer, the guitarist. Oh, yeah. I mean, they don't even have a, I don't even think they have a live bassist half the time. Okay, and they and they just man, they're good and they're from Akron, Ohio. You can't hate. Oh them. Yeah. So, yeah, gotta love the Ohio bands. But but yeah, Black Keys. I I'm oh, I'd be all about talking about them eventually. Yeah. Uh, once, once I, we get through some of this other stuff that we haven't done a deep dive on, but
1: sure. Yeah. And I think that'd be good for me eventually. I think that'd be good for me. I yeah. Do that. Yeah. Yeah. Well,
0: and, and white stripes has been suggested to us. We both know we like them. So, you know, I don't mind doing a deep dive on that. I've heard every studio album, but I haven't listened to every Jack white studio album. So that would be okay. And I would be perfectly fine combining those two into a single episode. Cause white stripes only had what, like maybe six albums probably. Say something like that. So that would be cool too. So we'll get there. We'll get there. Uh, I'm not joking about the Nickelback thing either. I I mean, they're they're like one of the most hated bands, but they've sold so many You know, they're one of the most successful bands of all time. As far as sales singles, they got more number one singles than almost any band in history.
1: Hey, Billy Corgan was taken up for him. Fuck Billy Corgan. (laughs) hate that guy and i
0: i I loved well i mean i loved i loved back in the day the smashing pumpkins billy corgan's just a dick he's just
1: a dickhead okay like he's that well from what i could tell he treated his bandmates in the pumpkins like shit yes he did dry so sure did
0: i'm shocked as hell that two of them still play with him. they got to be down on their luck i would think so oh yeah although they shouldn't be the james iha guy was in a perfect circle and i think he still is
1: but yeah, he's got
0: gray hair. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. I wish I had hair. that hair. It's like Tresemme shit right there. <laughs> or when, you know, the wind commercial, I'm actually friends with the girl that did the voiceover for the wind commercial, the places podcasts can take you. I, cool. I now know somebody that voiced over a hair product. I'm just, you know, Man,
1: talking that's great, that's great, great stuff. get her on the podcast.
0: <laughs> she's, she's really cool. She
1: would do it I a bet. heartbeat, but, bet, but yeah. yeah,
0: but yeah. So there we go. We'll get we'll get to some of these bands, but bring on the suggestions. Sure. We'll see you guys next time. Don't get busted by the police unless you're ready to rock the fuck out. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we'll see you next time. See ya. Thank you for listening to Stuck in My Generation. Again, if you want to suggest bands for us to listen to, send it over to stuckinmygeneration at gmail.com. Yeah. Oh, guy says peace.